Over the past year, it's risen an awful lot of us. Um, gone up to about 80 families a week. And um, that now has quietened down a bit because we had to put in more steps of criteria because we didn't have the stock to to keep going. So um, what it was, we got in contact with the county council and they gave us a criteria of people that have living costs only in Ireland can come. They're, they're legible for us. So people from the Ukraine who are already being supported by the government aren't actually legible. So that has helped us now to keep going this year. We're also, after being very lucky to get um, funding um, from various different places, like we were very lucky, Analog this year, we were nominated um, for their Christmas giveaway. They're very good at every year to give away thousands and um, we got 3,000 to start off the new year with them. So that's quite nice that was uh, great. Cash, yeah. Yes, yes. And of course, I Index and Shannon, they nominate us to CAF America, which is a foundational charity and they fund us every year. For the last four years, they've been our number one supporters, being honest with you. Without them, it wouldn't really exist. Okay, uh, and Dennis, uh, what about uh, Claire SVP? How are things, uh, not just over the last year or so, but uh, even over Christmas? I know we were speaking to you not too long before that. Uh, good morning, Alan. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, yes, uh, it was a, an extremely busy year for us last year. Um, so it, we would have, in the, since pre-COVID times, nearly doubled the number of requests for assistance that we would have received in County Clare. We were almost at 5,000 requests for assistance now last year. So that's double what we had uh, before COVID. Uh, during Christmas, most of our branches would have been uh, taking a break uh, because they would have been very busy in the run-up to Christmas. But last week, they would have got back uh, into business. And obviously, they would have been under a certain amount of pressure uh, with the, the current cold snap that we're experiencing now. Uh, and the fact that people would have, uh, over Christmas, exhausted uh, a lot of the resources during the, the Christmas period. Um, so a lot of the conferences and our branches throughout the county are, are getting back into business now, meeting people, talking to them and trying to help them through the situation that they're in. Valerie, how disappointing is it to hear that there isn't going to be any spring cost of living package this year? Maybe it's something that we might have expected to happen, um, but you know, how disappointing is it and what difference did the previous packages make in terms, do you feel, in terms of alleviating or offsetting some of the difficulties that people or families were facing? Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to have a major impact. I mean, we're already seeing young people like in their early 20s who have just left home and working and, you know, all that, Mm. having to come and resort to the food banks. And it's very difficult for them. But we just say, look, it's for a time. It will pass and hopefully things will move on for you. And do they feel embarrassed or humiliated that people, you know, that that, that in their situation they shouldn't have to avail of your service? Very much so to do. They just feel that, you know, what have I done wrong? You know, I'm doing everything I can to support myself and yes, I still can't, you know, which is sad. And these are people without children, you know. We we also have a number of um, young families, you know, and, and older people, like in their 80s, coming, you know, for help and support, you know, just Isn't to keep going. It's terrible the people at that stage of life yeah. have to go. I mean, it's like, obviously it's brilliant that your service is there for mm. them, but that they... It's sad. Yeah. It really is, you know. That, God, that is very sad. But what about yourself, Dennis? Uh, you, would you expect to be of SVP to be helping more people in light of this news that there isn't going to be any cost of living package uh, this spring? 
Yes, we would. Um, I know that the, there's been a lot of commentary recently about the fact that the, the inflation crisis, crisis seems to be easing. And certainly, you know, I know there have been some reductions in energy prices, which is great but they go nowhere near addressing the fact that energy prices have more or less doubled over the last couple of years. Again, yesterday we heard about food prices, the food inflation had eased, but like it's still at a very high level. And uh, the people that we're supporting, people on low incomes, and those include people in employment, uh, have seen their cost of living rise by almost 20% in the last few years. And prices are still more or less rising. So... It is difficult. Now, I appreciate the government, uh, what the minister says. We certainly appreciate the one-off measures. They have been helpful. They have eased the burden on people. But what we have consistently argued for in the society is targeted and evidence-based allocation of resources to people in need and permanent measures, particularly uh, around income, because uh, Valerie spoke there about uh, elderly people seeking their assistance, you know. But someone on the contributory pension in Clare, their income in some cases can uh, can be a hundred euro a week less than what is required to give them an adequate minimum essential standard of living, a, a decent uh, lifestyle. And the same applies for many families that we're working with. So these are things that we'd ask government to put in place kind of more permanent supports for people and there are certainly things they can do around fuel allowance and making it more flexible and responsible uh, responsive to the price shocks that we've seen over the last few years Okay, and uh, Valerie, I just wonder Michael McGrath says you know, that these interventions can't be funded indefinitely in a more normal economic environment. Have we have we returned to that more normal economic environment if the cost of living is still being talked about as a major issue? If, as Dennis says, energy costs have risen considerably, um, it doesn't sound like we're anywhere near back to that more normal economic environment. No, most certainly not. We're not seeing any evidence of that. I mean, every week that we're open, well, we're open now fortnightly, we're having new people join. You know, they're having to come and um, seek assistance, you know. So if if it was being met and there was an equal balance there, they wouldn't be there, our numbers would be dropping. It, do, I mean, do you envisage a, a scenario where you might have to turn people away or, you know, you'll have reached a limit in terms of the numbers of people you, you can actually help? Well, we really hope not, but we don't know what's down the road. We've been very fortunate with different companies who have, um, even like the local school, like coming up to Christmas, they'll have... Um, uh, the TY youngsters would all do a whip around and, you know, they would donate. And that came actually at a time where we weren't going to be able to open, you know, in October because we were out of stock, you know. So it's just like really month to month that we can do it. And we would hope that we wouldn't have to, you know, because our credit limits haven't upped at all. And um, it's all done through the funding, really, that we have been blessed to receive, like from you know, index and they've been very good as well to do at least two collections for us during the year and that, you know, so without their support, you know. Yeah, I just wonder, I'm sure with uh, St Vincent de Paul as well, Dennis, uh, you know, numbers will be increasing uh, all the time, but I'd be interested in your take on what Michael McGrath is saying there. I know you're saying you appreciate what he's saying, but as I as I put it to Valerie, uh, you know, inflation, cost living, and so on, we're 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 not quite back 
to normally a normal economic environment yet and it could take another year or two no no we're not and prices are still rising but at a slower rate and i suppose that's the point we have consistently made is that uh, you know even before the covid crisis many people in the country were in an inadequate incomes but um the crisis with the inflation since has made that worse so people have seen uh, falls in the real value of their income. Someone on social welfare could have experienced a fall of between 6 to 12% in the real value of their income. The one-off supports have been great and we really, really appreciate them. But now is the time to put in place more permanent supports for people and to tackle. And government is committed. You know, they, they have a poverty strategy in terms of children and that. And one of the things around that and one of the components of that is income. We've seen uh, the support that they've given in terms of education. That has made a real difference in terms of the support to primary schools and now up to uh, up to uh, junior search uh, cycle, the support around the books for schools. And that's great, and we really welcome that. But there is more that can be done to help people get through the crisis. Valerie, what more would you like to see the government do um, in terms of, you know, not having one-off measures, but maybe more permanent measures that can help people? Oh, it's very much needed, and particularly for the elderly. It's very sad to see them coming down, and they're frail people. Um, some of them are lucky to have family members that come with them to help them. Like, But we do have people on their own. And, you know, for the young people starting off in life, it's, it's sort of a very sad way to start off your life beginning like working and that and not being able to make ends meet. So the government is going to have to step up and do something. If people need to avail of feed care services, where can they find you or how can they, they contact you? Yeah, we're open now next week on uh, the 19th. Um, we're in Kinkora uh, Flats apartment just across the way from the town centre in New Life Christian Church. And we're open from half 11 to one o'clock every Friday, every two weeks. Okay, and Dennis, if people need to contact um, Sir Vincent de Paul? If people need to contact us, they can go to the website, the svp.ie website. They can see information about us there. They can ring us at our NS number and leave a voicemail. That's 065 And I just, uh, while I'm here, just like to say thanks very much to all the people that contributed to our annual appeal during the year. We really, really appreciate that. It's a difficult climate to be fundraising in for any organisation at the moment. But we really appreciate the support given to us by various schools, transition years, uh, various businesses and other organisations that helped us raise funds in in December that we need and we will be spending over the coming months.